All right, Rich, there is another Basement Bookers podcast is behind us. What, what an episode. Yeah, yeah, what an episode. Uh, it went places. We, it did go places. We, we do that often. But not like in a sense where like when you say it, it's like off the rails, fucked up. But it's like, it's like it, you know, good places. Yeah. Talked about some dieting, some weightlifting tips. Towards the end. Yeah. So don't don't even trip, dog. Right. We got all your wrestling front loaded. So much Becky. Yeah, of course. Love uh, Becky t- discussing Ronda. Is she losing it? Is, she, is Ronda Rousey losing it? The answer may or may not surprise you. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Uh, XFL, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a little insight, expertise into that. And what is it? We still don't know. Well, we'll talk about it. We will. Is there anything else you want to in there? WrestleMania speculation. All Elite. We got the WrestleMania speculation. The first ever international superstar shakeup. That's right. And it's international for a reason you may or may not guess. <laughs> well, you're going to have to stay tuned. That's right, Rich. So, so, say, say, see you later to them. See you later to them. <laughs> This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, guys, fans? Welcome to the Baseball Bookers Podcast. If you don't know, after binge listening all the episodes. I'm sure you just did that. I'm Ruiz, here with Jerry. Why are you lying? No one's binge listening. We don't know that. They're all caught up. They we know. don't know. How do you know? Because, that you know. Are you there? Are you there? Because, you, there? you know, the, because of the way the podcast is inconsistently uploaded, they average out and decide it's their Sunday worship. So every Sunday, <laughs> they listen to the Basement Bookers podcast as if they were listening to the word. Mm. Yes, the word of Vince. Yes, Vinnie Mac. A lot less hyperbole, a little more dirt, dirty, foul. We're gonna get, we're gonna get dirty. You know, I'd like to say that the reason that we don't get as many listens is because we have filthy, dirty mouths. But let's no. be honest here. Yeah, that's not. We we've been worse. There's worse things. There are worse you know, I mean, even though you're on record as being misogynist, I'm not. and the world knows it, the world no, knows no. that the only thing you love about women is putting them down and telling them where their place is <laughs> in the kitchen, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I cooked this week. I made friggin', I, I stuck pork chops in the air fryer. Yeah? I got this, uh... This uh, side in a bag I stuck in the microwave five minutes. This, uh, Did you massage her feet too, you beta? No. All right, good. What? What? No, I'm, I'm probably going to get her a massager thing. It's a foot bath So thing. you don't have to do it. Right. Anymore. Well, you know. <laughs> you know, to each is her own. We both have to be home and awake for that to happen. You know, sometimes so I'm home and awake. Yeah. And yeah. when I am, I just am. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm sleeping. What are you right now? I'm a little both. Sometimes I feel like I'm in a waking dream. Hmm. You know? Inception shit. Kind of. It's like... 
it's better than feeling like Sisyphus, you know, pushing that rock up, mm-hmm. and then it comes back down after I do all the work, mm-hmm. and I gotta go, I gotta clean my hands off, I gotta do it again. Why you gotta clean your hands off? So it is like usually like when you're pushing up a boulder, mm-hmm. you want as much, you want as little interference between your hands and the boulder as possible. Hmm. It's dirty. I would want hills are dirty. I would want gloves. I you think don't get gloves. You don't hmm. get gloves. You don't get to pick. Sisyphus, the Sisyphus myth does not have gloves. I'm not. I'm not pushing up a boulder. Then I'm just saying, just give me gloves. Protect my hands. I want them getting ripped up and shit. I think any working man, you consider yourself middle class. Yeah, is is living the Sisyphus myth. You just pushing that boulder up. That's making the money. Then the bills come, and then it comes down, and you gotta push it up again. You know? But whatever you make that day, you gotta go back to work to get it back, because you spent it on food, transportation, you know? It's it's all a trap mm-hmm. that we're in. Like a sand trap. So what should we do? What do you do, right? Like, you can't not do it, because then you get fired. Mm-hmm. Eventually... Your unemployment runs out. Yes. But that's only if you're fired justifiably so. Right. But then what do you do? Do you pursue a passion? What's your passion? You know? Wrestling. If that's your passion, then you should... That's what you do. You take your 100% commitment. You put it in that bucket. That wrestling bucket. But then it's like... Your bucket, it gets harder to fill... With like little things, because you're a little old, mm-hmm. you're a little long in the tooth, Richard is, you mm-hmm. know, and you're not in the, you're not in wrestling shape, you know. Depends on who we're comparing to. Okay, that's true. You have a valid point. I think I'm in better shape than Kevin Owens. I think, I think you'd be surprised. Well, I haven't seen him le- lately. I I heard he has lost, quote, a ton of weight. I don't think he's lost 2,000 pounds, but I think he's probably lost a bunch of weight. Due to his experience, he's battle-tested. Right. So his body Hmm. is like, um, what's that? You know how, like, you have a pull pull cue and you have the little blue thing? The chalk? chalk. Mm -hmm. He's got a lot of chalk Mm -hmm. on the tip. Right. Take that the way you want to. Okay. Okay. A lot of chalk on a tip. You need a little bit of chalk. So, so there's no, so there's no friction between him and the balls. Yeah, that's good, right? Very good. Yeah. So now you, you need to get chalked. But then it's like where you are along in like your body. Mm-hmm. Maybe you might be at the point where you shouldn't be getting chalked. Mm. You know, unless you're like you know Shane McMahon, but you even might- Shane. Got a little chalk. Maybe you gotta shape my tip or aerate it a bit. You would Scuff know more about this than me. Yeah. Or maybe you need the fucking the bitch stick. You know, the bridge. Mm-hmm. The bridge is a tool. Yes. So is like a flat back bump. I guess that's a tool. A what? You know, when you you, you fall on your back. Oh, and yeah, you, yeah. You gotta tuck your chin. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking pool stuff. I don't know a lot about wrestling. I know. You know, did you finish your Rip Rogers book? I did finish the Rip Rogers do, book. Do you want to talk about that? Do um, you want to talk about good. what you took away from it? Um, I would loosely call it a book. 
It was not even copyrighted, by the way. So we could quote it directly and don't even have to say a word about who wrote it or said it or whatever, which is great. Um, lots of typos. I don't think it was edited at all. Because I think uh, they're actual tweets. Probably. But, like, Just elaborated this, upon? This, yeah, this guy, Caleb Hall, who studied under Rip Rogers for, like, a week, I think. That's all it takes. And then he opened up Dubai Pro Wrestling, obviously in the UAE. Um, I guess he copied all the tweets and posted them. He duplicated a few of them. I did tell you that. You did. But let's uh let's not talk about the flaws. Uh, otherwise I do think Rip Rogers ninety percent gets it. At least ninety percent. There's a couple things he said that I didn't entirely agree with. I wish I could remember what they were. Don't we all wish you could right. remember? Yes. Um very insightful. It, it was it was kinda like it was exactly like reading an old school rule book on pro wrestling. Now, speaking of rule books, you mentioned, you brought up to me that the Revival lately have been going over the rules of tag team wrestling on their Twitters, their respective Twitters. Uh, I think it was, it was mostly just um, Dash, Dash Wilder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what Kapitch started it. Mm-hmm. See, I was going to use a word, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know what started it. But I know some fascinating insights. Like, you know, you can't... Legally, you're only allowed to break up one pin mm-hmm. in a tag team match. Which I didn't even know that was legal at all. I just thought it was a thing you did. Right. So, if the ref doesn't see it, it's fine. Right. Uh, what else is there? Like, you, you, there's a five count between, like, when you can illegally hit, like, the legal opponent mm-hmm. or something like After that. After you've tagged out. After you tagged out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the punch rule. Yeah, you, the closed fist for ten years now is not like before. It used to be closed fist were illegal, but they're not for like a decade. I don't. I I can't. I can't believe that. Right. Because uh, I still see the ref admonishing people for it. What if the ref doesn't know? I think no one knows. I think only they know. Right. I want to see this book. I want what I want to see is consistency storytelling Mm -hmm. it's like if okay if why don't we know these rules because the announcers don't know the rules because they don't talk about them Mm because they're not supposed to because they can't right because when the people are in the ring that aren't wearing earpieces Mm -hmm. but meanwhile you could just talk to the ref and be like hey can you tell that idiot all he has to do is hold the stupid rope Mm -hmm. ronda rousey for all her fucking flaws that people like to point out for the most part holds a tag rope now i can't tell you if she always does. For what I can remember, she does. Not a lot of people do. The, the Revival always has their hand on, on a tag rope. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, we all know that it's a work, right? It's predetermined. Right. But Stay, ev- staying within the rules, coloring within the lines helps you stay in that false reality. I right. don't want to play the game mm-hmm. if the the rules. <laughs> right. <laughs> if it's like playing uh any game with a five year old. Yeah. And they're like, no, I won because this. Right. It's like, what? What are you doing? You can't just. Uh-huh. You tell them at an early age. That's why it's important to play games with kids mm-hmm. and teach them 
that there's rules to this shit. Right. You know? Hmm. It's very important. Rules are important. That's why society has rules. Wrestling, mm -hmm. even if it's a work, you should work within the rules. Yes. Right? And, and that makes you more of a heel mm -hmm. or a baby face if you're really following the rules. I wonder if the if the talent don't know. I don't think they do. Obviously, Dash knows. He does, but like those guys are like, this is what we want to do, mm -hmm. and we're going to do this the best. Right. So we're going to follow the rules, which makes it even better when they break the rules mm -hmm. because they're doing it in a way where the ref doesn't see them. Mm -hmm. Like he's even mentioned, look through all our matches and see if you find any time where the ref has seen us do these things. Right. And I'll tell you, you're not going to find anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not quoting because I don't want to. I'm not a guy that's going to read off my fucking Twitter timeline. But I just found it very interesting mm -hmm. how much of the rules these guys know, and I respect that. Absolutely. I don't know the rules. That's dedication to your gimmick and to your craft. Right. So it's like, and that's why another thing that FTR means is follow the rules. Follow the rules. I don't know. I just thought it was fun. It was interesting that the there was these rules that I don't even know. I, mm -hmm. I really, that's why, like, now I'm not going to be surprised when I'm watching wrestling where the face doesn't break the pin. Right. It's like, why? Mm -hmm. It's not like it's against the rules. Apparently it is. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, well, why not just do it all See, the I time? Thought the opposite, I thought it was always against the rules. Right. Because you're illegal and you're coming in and you're striking right. the legal competitor. But the way it's presented to us, mm -hmm. like, I think the ref is mad because you shouldn't be in there. Right. Aren't they counting? And then what about the times when when the ref's about to count a pin and the partner comes in to try and break it up and the ref stops what he's doing and goes to prevent the partner from help from breaking the pin up? Right. Like, uh, mm. damn it. That's a tough business, I think. I think this is part of why no one knows the rules because they're not properly enforced. Right. Which is poor storytelling. How does this work? Well, when they put together a match, do they have the ref there too? I'm pretty positive, yes. Then how come, like, the ref is supposed to be a representative of the rules? Right. Hmm. It's very interesting. It is. Consistency. Isn't that a thing that we talk about? Yeah. I love consistency. I think it makes for better commentating. Here's another thing before we go into the fake news about real sports and entertainment. Yes. I got mad. At Corey Graves mm -hmm. for, on SmackDown because if you pay attention, like for their credit, I don't know how much of the screen, their monitors they're watching mm -hmm. as opposed to the action that's in, going on in the ring. Right. Mustafa Ali got hurt. Like his eye, like it wasn't as bad as the photo he shared on social media mm -hmm. at that point. But you could see as the as the match progressed, it was noticeably getting worse. Hmm. They oh, did, swelling, right? Yeah, Corey Graves, like that's a big problem. If you can't see, you're gonna have a lot of problems. It wasn't until towards the end where he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, Mustafa Ali's eye is fucked up" or whatever. You yeah, know? I didn't. I didn't see it until he mentioned he, it either. He could have used that. Like I noticed it. Oh yeah, like, with giant TV. Oh yeah. But I had to rewind it, mm -hmm. like, cause I'm like, 
when did this happen? Because mm-hmm. I don't know when it happened. Right. It might have been uh, at one point Randy was kicking him in the head while he was on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like his maybe like a tip of his boot might have hit his eye or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you know that I'm like, well, you could have made that a more compelling thing. <laughs> you could have helped uh, Mustafa Ali's character a little bit more. He's in there with the veteran Randy Orton. And it, it's a question mark of maybe he could have won that match if it weren't for the fact that he got hurt, like his eye. Well, maybe maybe they were trying to tell a different story, and that kind of just happened to happen. Yeah, but that's when you gotta you gotta be. Yeah, but maybe there's a reason for the other story. I that's a more interesting. If you want me to believe that the match is real, then all the normal stuff goes out the window. It's like holy shit! Yeah. This is this isn't. It, they don't even have to change the story they're telling. It's like this isn't helping him, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's true. But that finish was pretty good. What 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 can't Randy Orton turn into that was, an RKO? That I don't was, know. Yeah that that was that was pretty. That was the sickest RKO in a while. Um, it's been some time. Yeah, since the Seth. I think I still think the Seth is my favorite. Um, that was great because Seth had to push off of him too. Um, maybe the maybe the commentators should get monitors where they can zoom in. You mean like if they can just like pinch it like a touch screen? Yeah, for for that they'd probably have to have a tablet, but maybe just like zoom because I know they have like production monitors where you can zoom in on something and it requires buttons. It might make noise because you know, like professional, but maybe they have silent ones. I don't know. Do people in the but it's all it, it goes deeper than commentators. Mm-hmm. What you could do is because what Rogan does on UFCs mm-hmm. that I like, I, I rarely see a UFC with him, but like lately he hasn't really been doing all of them. Mm-hmm. But he'll ask for the truck to show him something again. You know, like live, and so like he'll he'll be the only one seeing it. Or that they'll replay. Oh uh, yeah, show a replay. Okay. Or you can even have it for himself, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's like they. It's more than the announcer. It's like the team, yeah. like Vince and them, whoever, because they're staring at monitors the whole time. Yeah. Why not send the order? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, look, let's talk about this. Don't don't forget this. This is a problem too. So the commentators kind of have to be a quarterback in a way. In a way, it's a bigger thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a bigger thing. Mm-hmm. Like if Vince sees it, he, I don't know, why not? Like, I get that you want to say, oh, it's sports entertainment. It's super safe. No, it's not. It's, right. There's some danger involved. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, even on the fucking uh, earnings call, he's mentioned in- injuries mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like, we know these things happen. Right. So let's use that stuff. This is real stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. So use it. That's, I agree. Come on, man. You yeah. want people to believe, like, it's like in a movie. It's like, why aren't they talking about this? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. I'm yelling at the TV. Mm-hmm. I'm like... What about the eye? Yeah. He's like, oh, it looks like Mustafa Ali is, uh, you know. Okay, great, fine. Vision's a little impaired. After anyway, a while. Yeah, anyway. Becky let's Lynch, talk- blah, blah, blah. And the man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Not to take away from Becky Lynch. She's absolutely carrying SmackDown. She doesn't need our help. Back. She's carrying SmackDown, one-legged, on her back, and has been for a year. Right. So let's not go there yet. Right, but I just wanted to briefly mention that before, because we were on the topic of stuff like that, you know. Q 
keeping it real in a not so real world. Right. And and that's why it that's why it's that much more important. Because it's not so real. Exactly. But real stuff does happen. It's like we're all in on it. Yeah. We know Mandy Rose is in a hotel room with a whole camera crew because it's a TV show. Yes. It's like, come on, guys. Why did he pull the twin magic? We'll never know. Come on, Oos. <laughs> I would have tagged you in. I'm telling you, just for story purposes, yeah. that's what you could have did. They're trying to be you all- You still haven't said you would have tagged me in, goddammit. I would tag you in. Thank you. Okay. Thank I you. thought it went without saying. I didn't know I had to say it. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying it. I said it twice. Yeah. I, had to, I had to call you on it. I guess. I mean, it's not the first time you called literally me on something. Be, that will literally be the hot tag. Yeah. We're, if I'm a married man, and you're not a married man, mm-hmm. and it's the same situation, mm-hmm. that's a great way to get somebody back. Yeah. But then again, in this climate, not so much. Like, bro, <laughs> I got bro, I got your drinks for a year. Right, right. That, yeah, that's yeah, that's some quality. Interesting, very. That's interesting. that's a quality room key insertion right there. I, I, yeah, that's true. True that. Well, well, now that was great. How do you segue from that? You don't. You don't. <laughs> now we're just going to talk about. I laid a challenge for you to segue into the fake news, <laughs> and I am here. We go. You ready? <laughs> I've been ready for a long time for the fake news about real sports entertainment. We're going to start with WWE announced what is being billed as the first ever international superstar shakeup. And that is scheduled for the Raw and SmackDown airing two weeks after WrestleMania, which is April 15th and 16th. We could speculate on who we think is going to go where, but I feel like that would be a lot of wasted time, probably. So that means. So that means that NXT UK. Is included pretty much. That's all it means, right? Uh, no, it means it's airing from Canada. Okay. That's... Oh, I thought it meant like no. Okay. No, no, it's just airing from Canada. That doesn't mean anything. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, oh, it, it, it's from, it's our hat. Oh, because I'm thinking, hat. oh, this means it's from any any brand can be drafted okay. there, not just NXT America, but NXT UK and all that. But you see, that's that is going to be very interesting because we know some we know some of the call ups already, but we don't know if any new surprise call ups are coming. Right. That's is that when we find out where exactly EC three, no relations to EC one and two, right? And Lacey Evans and Nikki Cross are going, mm-hmm. and Heavy Machinery. Yeah. Presumably, and maybe Lars Sullivan. Who, in NXT fashion, have lost their last names. You know, when you come up to the roster, the main roster, you lose your last name. Heavy Machinery? They yeah. Lost, did they? Yeah. It's just Otis and uh, the other guy's name. Because they kept saying Dozovich wrong. I guess so. But now on the thing... But then they can't call him Dozer or Tucky. Tucker. It, it's, it's Otis Tucker or whatever. Damn it. Yeah. But you know, I noticed. You remember how quick WWE Supercard was to change Andrade? Right. Yeah. They're still TJ Perkins is still TJ Perkins. Interesting. I guess they care more about Andrade because of what they're doing with him. Really, I until you told me, uh I didn't know TJP was still working with them. So I'm saying, like, are you saying that WWE doesn't care about the stars of 205 Live? 
I'm not denying that's a thing that I may have implied, <laughs> sir. But what I'm trying to say is, I guess there's like a priority thing. Hmm. You know, I don't know. And TJP is not high on the prioritize. No. I don't know. Maybe it's to do with his contract or the what. Philam Flash. I think, I'm pretty sure he's the first ever Filipino superstar. And champion? Yeah. Makes sense. But, I guess that's, the Heavy Machinery is a good tag team. Tucker. Like, I don't know, I don't know how far. You know what I mean? I, I, I. Cause I like with that Caterpillar him. move. Yeah. I'm like, well, I guess Too Cool had the tag team championships at one point. Yes, they did. So, it's like he's Rikishi mm-hmm. folded in with Scotty Too Hottie. Yes. Right? Yeah. With the wackiness mm-hmm. of Brian Christopher, probably. I don't know. He's like the whole tag team, the three of them, into one guy. <laughs> and then you have All Night Tucker Knight. Now it's just All Night Tucker. Doesn't make sense. Can't call hey, him Tucker. You can, you can call him Tucky. Does that mean Tucker. Lars Sullivan is just going to be Lars? Hope not. Because then I just think Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> and then we hate him. Yeah. Dick. Well, he is a heel. Right. I think Lars is a better name than... Unless they call him Sullivan. Sullivan sounds like middle management. Yeah. Sullivan needs those TPS reports. Stat. Yeah, or it's like, beware of Lars. Yeah. Does that scare you? You might come after me with fucking drumsticks and a lawsuit. It's like, oh yeah, well I'm gonna get my buddy Lars. He's gonna take care of you. Oh, okay. Alright, yeah. Hmm. Okay, bring that douchey dweeb. Over here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna school him. Is he wearing leader hosen? He's wearing fucking corduroy pants. <laughs> he's, he's got suspenders and a cardigan, mm. and and wears glasses with tape in the middle. That's eh, a Dudley thing, and also a nerd thing. Yeah, and he's got a uh, protector. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I saw you. Oh, he's got for. the grandma. Where's the little like uh, what the to chain? The yeah, the little glasses thing. That's great. <laughs> that's what the, that's what he's imagining. But no, it's this giant mongoloid monster in red tights. The freak. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know after that you drop shit mm-hmm. in your pants. Yes, the 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 blood curdling scream at the beginning of his entrance music when that hits on Raw going to be fucking great. Or SmackDown, or whatever. It's I hope be, it doesn't. And then, like, the first person he beats and they have blood-curdling screams and they just use that. They That'd just be better. record it. I just doubt that'll happen. I doubt it. Who knows? Who knows when Lars... Maybe that's when they'll fu- finally bring him in. He'll probably be ready mm. by that time. I hope. So just shake up. Shake up. I'm really shaking up right now. Think Becky will move to Raw? Uh, if she beats Ronda Rousey, yeah, because she's the Raw Women's Champion. You mean when? So yeah, when she beats Ronda Rousey, then I'm talking about the shakeup. Why? So that'll happen. Yeah, it's after know. WrestleMania. I know. Hold on, I need more <laughs> yeah. bull. Drink your freaking Red Bull. Join the rest of us in consciousness. 
yeah, I really don't want to speculate anymore on this because it's just it's wild speculation. Isn't I know that. I know we we got a lot. We do have we do have a bunch of stuff to get through. Well, if there's time, there's always time. Yeah, we'll see. It's February. We'll see if we come back to it. It's the eighth. Yes, it is early February. We got a little over two months. Yeah, two and a half, just about. Yeah, two months, three. The road to WrestleMania. Yes. So we've got some signings to discuss. Ring of Honor. Real they signed PJ Black, formerly known as Justin Gabriel. The bunny. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about the bunny. I fucking blocked Adam Rose out of my memory. He was Adam Rose's bunny from the uh what do they call them? The, the rosebuds? The hose buds, yeah. Well they were the rosebuds, then the hose were the hose buds. Now it's the Jose Conga line. Yeah. I wonder how many superstars in there will be one day big stars. I know Taylor Hendricks was in the conga line, I believe, at one point. I know Strowman was Simon Guy. Well, Strowman wasn't in the conga line. He oh, was in. Oh, he was. The he was a rosebud. Rosebud, right? Conga line. You're saying conga. Line. Uh, Taylor Hendricks was in the conga line. Yeah, in, in, uh, unless it was a rosebud thing, but I know she was in one of those things. I could have sworn it was recent. Interesting. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Love Taylor Hendricks. But they usually do that with local talent anyway like they'll use them or whatever mm -hmm. i can imagine vince fucking seeing braun Strowman in, in the fucking rosebud get up and just jism's like we're gonna sign that guy well he was probably signed already he might have been a developmental guy we, i don't even know when braun was in developmental because he didn't he wasn't on nxt tv at all yeah he was just a big guy you know giant. yeah giant man what what other job could a guy that big do Lumberjack, strongman competitions. I think he did those. He did. Crazy. I don't know. More signings. All Elite is in the news big. All Elite revealed. First one I'm going to talk about is they signed Jimmy Havoc. Wow, I just totally didn't finish the sentence. Um, I'm going to leave it like that also. I'm going to switch tabs here. Switch my windows here. Uh, as far as this list here, I've only heard of Sammy Guevara, Aja or Aja, or maybe even not that, Kong, and the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. Bigger than that, though, Kenny Omega, officially signed, finally. Uh, he's also going to be an executive vice president. We don't know of what. All executive wrestling. Sure. That's what that means. Sure. I think everybody's got a <laughs> a position. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, all the elite are. Yeah, makes sense. Which Even one brand. of them is in charge of social media? <laughs> is that Would that be the chief brandy officer? Probably. Or do they have a guy for that, you know? Uh, probably chief brandy officer. I love her. She's great. Is Brett Baker the head of the doctors? She... She she the doctors uh I don't know what the medical staff would be called in why, wrestling. Why would she be part of the medical staff? I think she's a dentist. Is she? I think so. Oh, I think I remember hearing that yeah. maybe. Or has a fucking PhD. I don't know. Mm. I could be making things up. I'm not looking at it. I'm you not looking be. it up. No, I know. David <laughs> Woods has a PhD. This is for the, the the book of us, those listening and shouting at us. Yes, that's fine. We sh shout all you want. Tweet us too. Yeah, sure. shout out. 
to all the haters and motivators, yeah. space, space haters, space heaters, whatever. Don't burn down the house. Use one of those in, in here because it's cold for. Really? Yeah. I'm wearing like warm socks. Oh. I'm also wearing a fleece in my own home. So. You are. Yeah. You know what you should get? You should get these um fucking sweatpants or hoodies on them that I got. I already have footy pajamas. Okay, but these are these are like just sweatpants. Oh, with footies. Interesting. And you can actually unfold the footies so you can like actually look normal. Who wants that? That's the whole point. I know, but you know, sometimes you know, like if you got a delivery coming, you don't want to look like you're fucking wearing footy pants. So you fold them up and you put your regular slippers on. The opinion of the person delivering my food does not concern me. Okay. Because they are performing a service for me. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they may marvel at my footy sweatpants and perhaps take heart in the fact that such a thing is attainable for them as well. Inspirational. Indeed. It's also first world problems. Exactly. Yeah. They're comfy. The there's it's like fleeced on the bottom and good deep pockets, which I was pleasantly surprised about. Why do you need such deep pockets, Rich Torres? You know, if I want to keep my phone in there, because right. I, I recently bought some new shorts for around the house also, and they kind of stick out a bit. My phone sticks out a bit. I don't like that. Makes sense. I mean, what if you have a a, a large remote control? Exactly. And sometimes you're one of those people. You get up, you come back, you can't find the fucking remote because mm-hmm. it fell between the seats. You don't want to look for anything. Then it's in your pocket. Yeah. It's always with you. It's like, boom. There you go. For me, I have the app on my phone. So if I don't know where the remote is and my phone's closer, I'll just use my phone. There you go. That's good. Um, in addition to that, Ollie also announced at their Double or Nothing ticket announcement party that they have signed a partnership with AAA, Lucha Libre Worldwide. So there's going to be some talent exchanges happening, and they're promising a lot of surprises. What? Supposedly in addition to talent. Continuing with signings, former Indianapolis Colts punter Pat McAfee, or McAfee, I'm not positive how he says it. Like the antivirus? Yes. Uh, he announced that he signed with WWE after pe- appearing on a handful of WWE kickoff shows. We saw him, I believe, at TakeOver. I think we booed him. I don't know who he is. That's okay. So I don't know if I booed him or not. You'd recognize him if you saw him, if you watch any of the kickoffs. Oh. Uh, He's okay. I He's I, I think McAfee should have an A in it. If it, if it's McAfee, it yeah. should be an A in it. Yeah, that's M-A-C. why I say McAfee instead of... McAfee. Yeah. Mm. But a lot of people for the antivirus call it McAfee. And I look at them like they have three heads. I guess it depends on the person. Yeah, whatever. I say McAfee. I, I would just use Norton antivirus so I don't have to have that conversation. Right. Right? Norton. That's what I got. <laughs> Raja.com is reporting that Christian was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble match but was replaced at the last minute with Kurt Angle after Vince changed his mind. Holy shit, Vince changed his mind? What? The report goes on to suggest that Zack Ryder was also pulled from a scheduled Rumble appearance at the last minute. Do you know Christian has a TV show on History Channel? It's what? like um, it's like a medieval jousting show. Interesting. I think it's jousting or just dudes fighting 
in like armor, like knight stuff. Hmm. I've never seen it. I just seen commercials for it while watching Vikings, which Edge has been guest starring on. Right. Anytime anyone talks about jousting, first thing I think of is American Gladiators. But like real jousting, not those double with the two things on the end. Yeah, like a giant Q-tip. Which is not jousting. Right. It's not. It's two dudes with Q-tip sticks <laughs> whacking at each other off a fucking pedestal. Pedestal. Mm-hmm. I, I always I, I used to watch that because it was after wrestling. Yeah. So and it was great. Yeah. I was a fan. I remember Zap. And Nitro. Which one died from steroids? Probably Nitro. I think it was more than one. But yeah, it was like, it was someone where it's like, yeah, I could see that. Hey, remember when Mike Adderley was on that and didn't suck? That was a later iteration of it, I believe. It wasn't... Well, that was the iteration I remember. It was uh, Mike Adderley and Larry Zonka. Maybe it was him. I just don't remember. I don't care. I didn't care about the announcers. Well, they were they were the voices. So and the chicks were freaking jacked. Zap, um, I think Zap is like the only female I remember offhand. I, I remember they. Were I know more. that they had dumb names. If I look back now, but yeah. at the time I was like, "What a great name! I wish that was my name." Yeah. Why isn't that on my birth certificate? I had a stupid name, Jerry. Who gives a <laughs> fuck about that guy? <laughs> Who'd oh, he ever beat? Who'd he ever beat? Nitro's a fucking winner. Yep. That guy's gonna live forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if only Johnny Nitro had uh, stuck to one name. Just call himself Nitro? Or just stuck to Johnny Nitro? Something. Just stuck to Johnny Nitro. In an interview a while back, he, he said he's cursing himself for changing his name for everywhere he went. Johnny Impact, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Mundo. Yeah, but... Hmm, I guess so. But it's like, when you when you call somebody a Johnny something, it's like, they're... That's their thing. Right. Like a Johnny on the spot, as then, it were. Right, exactly. But he doesn't have his own brand. Like his own identity. Maybe his own identity is Johnny. You know? And Johnny. wherever he goes, we he, go. he takes on mm-hmm. that universe and carries it with him. You know? Hmm. Maybe if you thought of it that way. Sometimes you gotta think outside the box. I guess. It's like... It's like this. You get adopted, mm-hmm. you take the last name with you. He, Johnny Nitro. Yeah. You know, that just reminded me. Talking about Impact just reminded me. I remember what the last part of the sentence was supposed to be, and it was bigger. So, all elite, it's also rumored that they signed Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix. But that they will have non-exclusive contracts. Good. That's what I would do. And that's huge for all elite. I mean, these guys are fucking amazing in the ring. I'll take your word for it. Like, every every match I see, they do something new that I've never seen before. Cool. Yes. Like uh, springboard DDT off the top rope? Like, if you could watch... Oh, I was going to say this week's episode of Impact, but I think the episode I watched... Would this week's episode of Impact mean three months ago? Yeah, I think it was October. Right. Well, <laughs> we all know that I'm not doing that. A little backed up on my DVR. I hear you. It was uh, Phoenix versus uh, Johnny Impact for the Impact World Championship. I guess I could call it the Impact Wrestling World Championship because it's not just... It's you can just not... call it a belt right. because it won't matter. For the belt. <laughs> um, And it was his first title defense. Right. Very good match. Crazy. Phoenix is great. 
Um, so there is that. Um, more football stuff to come. So hold out for that. Uh, talked about the Raja with Christian. Postwrestling.com is saying that Seth Rollins is off of house shows for the time being due to an unspecified injury. I think it's a knee thing. Maybe. Could certainly be. Additionally, Becky Lynch is off house shows in order to sell her worked. As I thought, ain't nothing there. Right, that's a work. I don't like this thing they're doing, by the way. We could talk about that later, but just just putting a uh, earmark on that one. Alrighty, what is that? What don't you like? I don't like the angle. It's like if you if you don't see our doctors, then you won't be medically cleared. Then go see another doctor and bring it out. What's the problem? Yeah, but they want them to see. You know, ultimately they're the boss. Yeah, but. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, if you think about this from a business standpoint, like I understand where she's coming from, Mm -hmm. but it's like, okay, so your leg, you're hurt. Mm -hmm. If you're not getting it looked at, it's going to get worse. And then even if they do let you wrestle, you're going to get your ass kicked. Right. Because you're not, it's not Charlotte, you're not tossing Charlotte Flair, who just, who was in the Royal Rumble a lot longer than you, Mm -hmm. out of the ring. You're going against someone who's billed as the baddest woman on the planet. Right. Who, in mere seconds, just shredded the Riot Squad sans Ruby Riot. Right. So, it's like, that's just, I don't know, I don't, I think it's dumb. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I, I liked her slapping the taste out of Stephanie and Triple H's mouth. Yep. That was fine. The slap on, slap slash punch or whatever on, on Stephanie wasn't great. And Stephanie kicked her in the leg. Yeah, so I, I didn't see until the, until the replay. But it's but like, yeah. where are we going with this? Okay, so she's suspended. Okay. If you look at it from a company standpoint, if you, if we're trying to do like this whole, we know it's not mm-hmm. real. But mm-hmm. a company is liable if you go and perform and you're not, you, you really shouldn't be. Right. And it's also kind of for your safety, mm-hmm. but I see she doesn't want to not have the match. Right. But it's like it's a different kind of injury, though. Yeah. I'm... Right? Like, your face doesn't stop you from fighting, really. Like, you're going to have some vision problems like our boy Mustafa Ali. Right. You know, and we don't know if you had a concussion or not. I don't think it was. I think she oh, passed when, that when her when she broke. Her she face? did get a concussion. She did. Ha- she was concussed. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yes, but it's your leg. Mm-hmm. It's not a concussion. That could be easily rehabbed before your WrestleMania fight, which is in fucking April. And that's what she's trying to do independently. Right is is at least what I'm. Speculating. So the suspension mm-hmm. should aid her mm-hmm. in taking the time off, her knee's fine, mm-hmm. and then see the doctor. Right. I'm afraid I got some bad news. <gasps> this is just... I'm holding my breath right now. This is just the plot door that they're opening. That... To get Charlotte in there. Yeah. But I did appreciate Triple H standing in for us. During that segment where Charlotte's talking behind Triple H, and Charlotte turns, Triple H turns around and says, 
Charlotte, this does not concern you. Yes. That's everybody. Thank you. And then he sends her to the back. Yep. And, and then he told the fans it doesn't concern us either, which is good. Yeah, too. which takes it right back around. Mm-hmm. Definitely not the face. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Becky doesn't look bad mm-hmm. for being like, so how's your wife doing? Is she <laughs> yeah. medically cleared? Uh-huh. You know, you know, because I punched her. Remember that? Remember? Remember? Great. And Triple H did make a valid way of messing with her when he's like, I think you just, I think you you want, you don't want to fight Ronda Rousey because mm-hmm. you're afraid this shit's it's over. Yeah. She's going to expose you. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, when the machine is like, you can't do it, kind of helps. Mm-hmm. What if we come up with a scenario here? This is long game shit. All right. Hold on. Swigging Red Bull. Go ahead, talk. What if the end game is... Bailey and Sasha Banks become the tag team champions at Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair wins her WrestleMania match if she has a WrestleMania match against Asuka and becomes a SmackDown Women's Champion. And Becky beats Ronda. Becky wrestles Ronda. Uh-huh. But the shenanigans occur... When Charlotte comes down and it looks like she's going to interfere in Rousey's favor, mm-hmm. cost Ronda Rousey the match, and the whole thing was a long game for the four horsewomen to take control of the women's division. Well, you know, if you're following, as the wrestling quasi-historians that we are, all four horsemen had championships. Capital Q. We're quasi. <laughs> yes. So that would be the perfect beginning for an actual formal four horsewoman stable. And you don't do it immediately. Well, you do it with them. And it's like, this has been the plan the whole time. Mm-hmm. You all fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker, or whatever. Or you don't even have to do that. You can let. I feel like that would, that would sully everything Becky's done a bit. Or you could just let it organically. Do yeah. whatever. Like I, think, I don't know I where they're gonna it go be with natural. it. Natural. I hate the fucking word organically when it's not talking about food. But eventually, Rousey comes back, and she has her. I call them the faux horsewomen. Okay. Yeah. Because they ain't no flair in there. That's right. All right. Mm-hmm. And then later on they come in, and then you can have the match at Survivor Series mm-hmm. if you do in the long game. The long game meaning, you know. This one debuts here. This one debuts there, and mm-hmm. boom. I hope the I hope um. Wow, can't believe I'm about to say this, but I hope Marina Shafir's broken nose doesn't interfere with these plans. It's a long term plan, so she could probably be healed by then. Yeah, it would be post WrestleMania. Yeah, because the the story would leave Rousey protected, just like the WWE wants. Mm-hmm. But the match itself, you can make it where it's pretty even. Like, either one could have won. I don't know. I just thought it'd be pretty good. That would be good. I'd watch that. You don't have a choice. That's right. It's almost like we have a yearly subscription to the network. (laughs) 
something like that. Right? Because we're not canceling shit. <laughs> Some people still share accounts, and we have our own. Yeah, I don't know why. Ten bucks a month. Just do it. Man, you know, in the face, Rhonda's not very hot. She's not unattractive. But out of the four... She is. There's no other option. There's just no other option. Well, Ronda Rousey... I think Jessamine might right. be second, but... That's... Mm. I, th- I was in that camp. Yeah. But then I saw them. Yeah. Like, actually saw-saw them uh-huh. when uh, Shayna Baszler was cutting a promo and they were there with her mm-hmm. and they were making faces. I was here when you saw that. Yeah, it's like... I no. <laughs> no, why is this? Why is this a no? And like their gear isn't flattering either. Nope. Like their wrestling gear that needs work a little bit. Ronda has a great presentation. Um, and if it, with her, if you put like if you see her like in makeup and like a you know nice outfit, she cleans up really nice. She's yes. a very attractive lady, mm-hmm. you know. And this is something from a one hundred percent Becky Lynch fan. Mm-hmm. I'm just being objective here. She's, you know, to to say that she's ugly is stupid. Right. You know, but yeah, she's definitely way better looking than those other chicks. Yeah. I hate judging people on their appearance, but it just, it's just a thing. Yeah. Which is, you know, it doesn't make them bad people. Oh, let, let's, ju- let's judge them on the ring work. Except for Rhonda, they're all green as shit. Yeah. Uh, Rhonda, Sh- Shane so, is not so bad. But who knows how much more work hands-on work Rhonda got than they did. Right. You know? This is an important project for them. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Triple H was quoted as saying that all three of them showed the same exact work ethic and um, speed at which they picked things up Mm -hmm. as Rhonda did. So, my question is, so really, like, why aren't they main roster yet? Although, I see... They're not ready. That's obvious for anyone that watches NXT. Also, I don't get, like, one... like. Between Duke and Shafir, one of them wears a shirt that says "Let's fight." The other one has let's a shirt play. that says "Let's play." Yeah. What are we doing? I thought Nick Cross is the one that wants to play. Yeah. Play with Nikki. I I I I don't know what they're doing. That's what NXT is for, though. Yeah. Like to figure your shit out, figure out some gear, maybe dress like fighters. Figure out you know poses and faces. Yeah, work on your. That's what it's for. That's what NXT is for to work work on that stuff. If something doesn't work, you don't you know. Like, this podcast has been through a lot of, like, shit that don't work, mm-hmm. you know? Lots of shit that don't work. Some might say stuff that still don't work, <laughs> but whatever. You Listen, know, you, you, go you, to war, you go to war with the army you've got. Right, and if you, you, you can't, if you can't be objective about your own flaws mm-hmm. and many criticisms of your own shit, then you can't go out and say things, Right, you know? You can have an opinion, mm-hmm. which is what we will do. Plenty. Yeah, but it's like you're not perfect. All right. You can't you can't judge someone else's scent when you got shit under your nose. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's a good one. Thank you. Well, I think that is all for the news portion, at least at the moment. Good thing we started talking shit. Yeah. We got a rumor. Uh oh. I'm considering this a rumor. Is it a rumor? AJ Styles is denying online reports of a hernia, but reports are still going around that he's suffering from some sort of groin injury. Which is two different things, right? Yeah, kind of. 
the guy's just annoyed that people keep like inaccurately reporting shit on his life. Yeah, he's yeah. There was something about like that he that he signed a contract and AJ's like, uh, huh? No, that's news to me. Yeah. He also said it's like news nowadays is not like if you could get it right, it's if you could get it out first. Right, I saw that also. Which yeah. is it's true about it. All of it, just mm-hmm. all of it's just gross. Yeah, I hate it. This is why it's great that we have a podcast because mm-hmm. it's like we know maybe it's not right. <laughs> That's why it's a separate rumor section. Yeah. All right. So the former head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. This is the football portion of the podcast. The XFL. The XFL. The XFL. Yeah. Let the record show. There's four quarters in a football game. You're holding the number five. I'm just. This is a oh. hang on a second, oh, okay. brother. <laughs> Uh, there's a half time, mm-hmm. and there's goalposts. Yes, that you kick a ball right this for is extra the, point. This is a weird shaped ball. Yeah, it's like it's Stewie's round. head. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're throwing Stewie's head around. It's may or may not be made of pig skin. Right. And Daniel yes, Ryan, Daniel Ryan is very opposed to that. He wants vegan. Right. Uh, you know, and their he- they wear helmets. Yes. That you. concludes the extent of our football knowledge. Yes. Well, there's been a lot of speculation about the goings-on in the XFL as far as what the rules are going to be, what gameplay is going to look like, because if you, remember, if you remember the original XFL, violence was not discouraged, at the very least, mm-hmm. and nor was showboating, because, you know, it was, you know... There was more tying with WWE. Vince was doing both at the same time. Uh, Vince is actually officially, I'm pretty sure he like stepped, temporarily stepped down from WWE or handed a lot of control over to others. Uh, he's focusing on the XFL at the moment. Now, they recently announced that Bob Stoops, the former head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. JR's boys. Yes. He signed with the XFL as the general manager and head coach of their Dallas team. Still no name. A Dallas hitman. Is that what it was back in the day? No, I just threw something out there with a wrestling thing, just like they did with the XFL. They did have a hitman team. They did. Was it our team? I have no idea. I don't know. I didn't watch the XFL, but here's the thing. you know, It's almost like a blessing in disguise that the XFL didn't take off because of... The fact that the violent, the extreme uh, violent part of it was encouraged. Right. And what what we know about uh, concussions, you know, that's a lot of money gone. So. And that comes up here. So I asked our resident football expert, Garuch, of the Covering the Spread podcast, what he thinks this means. And I actually got a lot of knowledge here from Lou. So. So, by the way. This guy, Bob Stoops, he coached the Oklahoma Sooners to, overall over his career, a 190 and 48 record. That's roughly 4 to 1. So he has like an 80% win rate, which is pretty impressive, especially over a long career. So I asked him what his thoughts are. He says, and I'm going to read verbatim until you stop me and tell me not to. For questions, I guess. Honestly, it just makes me curious about the style of football in the XFL. The NFL game is different than college, and this guy never coached in the NFL nor ran a pro-style system with his teams. So I replied with, I'm still wondering that myself, referring to the style that he mentions. Um, Can't be like 
the original XFL with what they know now about CTE. He says, does that mean that he doesn't know football inside out? He totally knows a lot of high-level football, but he's going to run a college-style offense. So is that what we can expect with the XFL? That's the question. So that intrigued me and led to some real knowledge here. I asked what's the difference because... You don't know? Like, why Why would high school... I mean, why would, why would college football offense be different from pro football offense? Do you have any idea? Uh, as someone who... Only played on the peewee level. Played, <laughs> yeah, more games than I have. Yeah, I don't know the difference. I just thought it was the same shit. But uh, and then I'm thinking like, for school stuff, it's like, wouldn't you want to do it the same way you would do it in the professional? Why would it be different? That's that's what, that's what I think. Right, that's what I thought also. But apparently, there's a reason. So he says, college, you can get away with the quarterback being used as a third running back. Greek to me. He says, there are a lot of option plays where you're reading the defense and handing it off to the best running option or keeping it to run. The level of quarterback passing and receiving skill in college isn't like the pros, so it's hard to consistently pass. Okay. Interesting. Still not sure why. He says, NFL defenses are too big and fast for running offenses, and the quarterback can't run a lot because of the accumulating punishment from the bigger, stronger, faster defenders. Okay, so pro guys are bigger. That makes sense. Right, because they've had more time over their life and career to bulk up. He goes on. So if you can run the ball in the NFL, you become a very good team because it makes passing easy. In the NFL, the quarterbacks are deadly accurate and the receivers are bigger and better than the defenders. That surprised me. Mm. He gave the example, the Rams couldn't run on the Patriots. Spoiler alert, the Patriots won the Super Bowl, by the way. Um, he says, you can't make mistakes in the NFL. It's a video game on the highest level. College teams have exploitable weaknesses. The worst dog shit NFL team would be a 40-point favorite against the champion college team. They put that number out every year. Wow. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Because you're on the highest level. Right. A 40-point difference is insane. I would love to see that game. The Patriots versus the fucking best college team, the championship college team. Yeah, but that was talking about... Oh, no, I want to see the no, I know. the champs. So it would be like 80 points? Incredible. Right? That's astronomical fucking numbers. here. So he continues saying, My guess is Dallas is going to run with a college-style offense with a lot of run options. That doesn't mean all the teams will, though. Your, your personnel and opponent play a role in your plan. So I said, it looks like he's the GM also. I was obviously catching up on my news, so I had just gotten to the point. Oh, he's also a GM. So it looks like he's a GM also. Does that mean he'll control trades? He says, it means he has control over his personnel, so he's going to get players that fit his system. So yes, and trades. But they don't happen much in football. All personnel transactions are his. He's had tremendous success. I love that word. Tremendous? Tremendous. It's a great word. Um, says he won national championship also. He says, we don't know what the XFL is going to be. So this is, I guess, like a summary. We don't know what the XFL is going to be. It'll be interesting to see the quarterbacks they get. I bet over-the-hill receivers will do great there. I bet defenses will be shitty. All I have to say about this coach is that it tells you what kind of offensive system Dallas will have. What other teams do, who knows. So, still a lot of question marks, but Dallas... It looks like they're probably going to have a lot of runs, and that's interesting. 
Hmm. So, if I was the XFL, and I'm not, what I would do is like something in the middle. Hmm. You know? Why not? It's not quite college. Mm-hmm. It's not quite pro. And it doesn't have the bullshit politics of the NFL. Well, it is pro. It's just not the NFL. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the NFL. It's the XFL. Yeah. But it's like, it's not quite college. It's not quite NFL. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Would you say it's the all elite of football? Yeah, maybe. It's not like you're going to be quarterbacking for the the Dallas Hitmen on, on Thursday. And on Sunday, you're going to be running back on the New York Jets. You know, right? That's true. <laughs> right. So, or <laughs> imagine, like, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of just, you know, comparing the scale and scope, like comparing the XFL to the NFL versus all elite versus. Are they gonna have storylines? You know, like they're gonna do like, um, you know, how they do, uh, you know, UFC tonight. You have like XFL this afternoon. They could. Like this team hates this team. I'm, I'm curious what network. They're gonna get have the cameras inside the locker room, like while the coach is like showing them shit. XTV, I yeah XFL TV <laughs> or whatever. That's like yeah, fuck those guys or fuck those guys, yeah. and it's like fuck them, you know. I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna pound them so hard they're gonna be up, you know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what they're doing. Cut that uh that Ric Flair. Bleeding like a virgin on her wedding night. Yeah, man. Promo. This get man. We went there for that, weren't we? Yeah, I think so. But I don't see, you know, I don't see them being too quote extreme because yeah. of like the way things are now. Exactly. But it's like maybe they will because maybe there's people who want more man shit. Yeah, no, I, I, I think. I think with everything we know about CTE, that it's it's going to be straight football. No, I don't mean with like freaking roughhousing, mm-hmm. but like personalities and like. Oh, that I mean, yeah, possibly. I mean, I don't think we'll get another he hate me. Might but, get better know. than he hate me. Yeah, I don't even know what position do we play. So, still lots of questions. Yeah, mascots. I'm sure once they. Well, Decide on team names a lot, Mass. I wonder if they'll have cross promotion with the with WWE. Probably not, right? Probably not. If it's two different things. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What are you doing? What's that that you're doing? You're tapping. tapping. I'm just tapping. Checking for anything interesting. Oh, Vita Scott. You shared something. She yeah, she's just like a funny video. She's cute. Talking about like where she's signing or not. Basically, she's like, yeah, I'm independent. I love this shit. Well, he will probably go after her. Yeah, but she doesn't seem to be interested. Some people are just gypsies, you know? And not in, like, a negative way, but in, like, you know, wherever I uh, roam. You know, just you get to travel all over the world, wrestle all over the world. Mm-hmm. You're not tied down to, like, this and that, you know? And she, it looks to me like she genuinely loves pro wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. so I respect that. Yeah, it's it's really a great time to be in the business. She's like, to be I watching it. I don't need a guarantee, you know, and stuff like that. You can watch it later. Yeah, I will. Um, so one someone that's not watching things later is Kurt Angle. 
what was that about? Do you think the the plan was like a foe? He was about to retire, but then they're like, "You, I've humiliated you. Get in my belly. I'm Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. I broke your ankle. I make it top to your move. Professional wrestling. Stand up. You couldn't even stand up." And then you got, like, the worst person in the world, Baron Corbin, still dressed like he's not a wrestler. Right. Let's stop this right now. There's no reason for you to dress that way. Nope. Did you know he had to clear it with, um... Vince. Vince to get... I thought that they made him do it. Eight months. Yeah. Wow. And now he wants to get a head tattoo. Why not? Now... But then it's like an action figure thing. That's true. But then again, you can make more action figures. that's That's what I'm saying. So, I hear, he said that Bayman Bigelow was his favorite wrestler growing up, which is an interesting favorite to have, especially since Corbin is not built like Bam Bam Bigelow was. Uh, tr- great wrestler, Bam Bam. Big fan. Yeah, because he's doing little, he's doing, like, not the average big man. Like, right. he come off the top rope and stuff like he, that. He was the first agile big man. Yeah, right and, before Vader, I think. Yeah. And he will forever be known as that. The Beast from the East. Um, The head tattoo worked on him. I kind of feel like, oh, you're already well known. You already got the stupid chest tattoo. He said he's not going to get flames, which is good. Thank you. I can't see, like, I can't see any head tattoo really working. Unless unless he does something, like, sort of, like, out of the box. Something dark, kind of like, where it looks like. His skull is fractured and you see the brain inside. Right. That could be cool. Yeah. Until that happens. Because, like, you know, we wouldn't want him to actually crack his skull open. But. Hmm. That makes sense. That'd be something cool if he could get it ready for, like, Mania and stuff. Yeah. Um, I On his Twitter, he did mention that he's getting a tattoo. So who knows where he's getting it. Because mm. he said uh, he hates getting a ta- He get- hates getting tattoos. And he'd think he'd be used to it right now. I guess the process is annoying for him. But, I don't know. Like, I can imagine him saying, I hate doing this. I'm going to go do it. Because I want to do it. And I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would you willingly do something you hate? Yeah, and he can't tattoo flames on his head. Because then it's like, it kind of sounds like he's the pussified version of a Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, you don't know much about comic books. But in the DC comics, there's a character called Lobo. And he's like this big hulking like uh bounty hunter character and he's an alien mm-hmm. uh, at one point he, was, he, he had to hunt down superman for money mm-hmm. and they rebooted the universe in the new 52 they call it and they made a new lobo mm-hmm. who's this skinny lobo and he basically looks like a bitch mm. baron corbin would be the bitch version of bam bam bigelow yeah. if he did that you know no not saying <laughs> that that it's just like if you if the optics of it Mm-hmm. You know, he'd be like Bam Bam Light. Yeah. Like, but not nearly as much of the, like, we've spoken, like, he's got golden gloves. Like, he, you know, he's, a, he, he, he's, you know. He's legit. He, yeah, right. But it's like, okay, you're not Bam Bam Bigelow. He does, and yeah. he's not saying he is. Right. But that's just how it would look like after having the knowledge that you've imparted to me. Yeah, but for for exactly that, he's saying he's not going to get planes because he respects Bam Bam Bigelow and doesn't want to just be a poser. Right. Right. But, man, you know, fucking... Looking at his supercard images, just there's just no 
Like, no homo. There's no decent picture of him. Right. He's not photo... Like, the hair was just long and flat. Then his shattered card, he's got, like, the business shirt. Uh, like, And that's fine. I, I hate his chest tat. You gotta it's keep... stupid. It's funny, like, when he was first wrestling in NXT, he didn't wear a shirt. Right. And everybody's like, yeah, this isn't... Yeah. Gotta fix that. Yeah. And now you, you want him shirtless again. I... I'm not. I'm just saying. You make, want you want to get him out of his Fridays uniform. I'm. He doesn't have to be shirtless, but he could dress like he's going to wrestle. Like maybe mm. wear wrestling pants. Yeah. You know. Doesn't he have shirts? Can he wear like a? Baron you can wear your merch. Shirt? Yeah, you could wear your merch like everybody else does now. All of a sudden. Yeah. You know. Fine. It annoys me when like the iconics do it. When they wear their own merch. Yeah, I like that. They it covers it. up. They rip it off. He's still covering Peyton, up. I'm being Peyton, a man about this. But did you see Peyton rip it off? That was hot. That's pretty cool, man. And it's like, that's another thing I want to talk about. It's like, the Elimination Chamber, it's like, there's tag teams in there that I would love to be the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're not going to give it to them. Yeah. Because like, the two of them are built to be a tag team. Right. But Like, Bailey and Sasha, mm-hmm. they can be a great tag team. But that's not like what they came in to be, as much as they want to say they did, you know? They want to make history. Exactly. That, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, have they earned that? Yes. Of all the people in there, I would say that, yes. Individually, if you add them up together, they have the stats and all that. But the Iconics, it's like, tag team is what they want to do. Mm-hmm. The Riot Squad is basically heel New Day, right? So it's like they they would benefit greatly from that too. Mandy and Tony, not really. It's like it's going to happen where they're going to split off, and they'd have great individual runs, right? You know what Just I mean? Assuming they get the machine behind them enough, right? But at I, the end of the day, mm-hmm. they're both. I've met both of them. Like the, at the end of the really, day, tell us about it. I've never heard this story. Listen, I'm not gonna tell the story again. <laughs> but the thing about both of them individually have great stories behind them. Mm-hmm. They were both on Tough Enough, and they both came up. Mm-hmm. They made it onto there. Sonya Deville came out on Tough Enough. I remember. Mm-hmm. So if you want to push the first openly lesbian WWE Women's Champion, you got her right there. Mm-hmm. Mandy is like really hot. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's got every she checks all the boxes for them. Yep. Like she's a fitness model. It's mm-hmm. not like she's not strong. Right. She is. She but is, right now she's got her in in ring work's got to improve a bit. Yeah, because they're this is like what their second year on the main roster. If that debuted with Absolution. That was was that 2 years ago? It was 1 year ago, I feel like, cuz I remember Paige replaced Daniel Bryan as GM. Okay. So that was a year ago. All right. Wow. So it's not that long. You got to think about how long it takes. And it's also like how often is she wrestling? True. You know what I mean? Like Lana. Exactly. But not. Mm, she's already better than Lana, to be fair. But Lana is the best. Lana number one. That's just a song. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's like there's room for them to become, to, you know, they can be at some point, but I'm not saying the first. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I'll, all. I'll go with that. Our luck, they're going to give it to freaking Tamina and Naya, which would be Are the worst in? thing they're that, in it, yeah, right? they're in uh, it. 
It wouldn't be the worst. I mean, they're. I mean, as far as physicality, I think they're probably no. Together. They'd be the worst. They'd I, be the worst. I think only together, one of them looks like they want to be there. <laughs> I think together they are the most credible team in that chamber. I can't do it. Bailey and Sasha are great wrestlers. You know, the Riot Squad are very good wrestlers. Naya and Tamina are just tough. Naya has horrible fashion sense. So? Did you see that jacket? I probably bought it. It looked like she robbed the teenager. It was like a sparkly Is purple. Is this when she interrupted It looked uh, like it might have been Ambrose? one of Bailey's jackets. Yeah. No, she came out on the... Uh, she interrupted EC3. Yeah, she was on the Moment it, of Bliss. And then Ambrose interrupted her. Man. I mean, just just the... Just calling it a Moment of Bliss. I got it. I want a moment of bliss. Ambrose coming out there and saying what he did was funny. How he's like, I know why you're coming after me, Naya. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not. I'm just not into you or whatever. <laughs> I get it, you know. Great. Asking EC3 where EC1 and 2 are, mm-hmm. you know. So he's back to being wacky, Ambrose, which I, I like. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I can't entirely take his in-ring work seriously off of that, but. I do appreciate how he lost, though. It wasn't even the It was like it was a it. weird pin. Like, it wasn't a roll-up. It was like, um... I remember being a jackknife something. Let me see. Some kind of jackknife pin thing. I, I'm not good with names of moves. Like, if I did it's it... A jack, just a jackknife cover. Yeah, which is good. Which it's like, is... all you need is three seconds. Yeah. And him being as strong... EC3 being as strong as he is, that's a, a, a plausible move. Yeah. And at one point, Renee, when uh, Dean Ambrose is talking on the mic, she's like, put our shirt on. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Great. There wasn't really a lot going on for me for Raw, aside from the Ronda Rousey stuff. It's like, and Becky is like, she goes to her. Don't. It's like to me the only way Rousey can get over on the mic is she says "bitch." It's like yeah. put some Advil on it, bitch. It's like yeah, ice and Advil, bitch. ice and Advil, bitch. It's like, hmm, yeah. Did you ice and Advil your head kick away, or what are we? And Holly Holmes punches. Yeah. I mean, the head kick really is what did her in. It was Amanda Nunez's punches that really just finished her off. Well, didn't Nunez head kick her? No, no. Home head kicked her? Home head kicked her. She's a kickboxer. I thought she was a boxer. Hmm. Yeah, she head kicked her, and then it was a wrap. Yeah. Amanda beat the fuck out of her because Ronda tried to trade with her. You know, this is why you got to be well-rounded. Like, Ron, like I'm not saying Ronda was a one-trick pony. It didn't look like she tried to armbar her either, though. You're right. She Ronda wasn't well-rounded enough to properly defend against the blatantly superior striking of either Holly Holm or Amanda Nunes. Yeah, and it's like those other girls that she beat and, like, really fast, most of them charged her. Yeah, because she was in their head, exactly. but she couldn't get into Holly's head, and Amanda wasn't having that shit. She was angry. Mm-hmm. If I was her, I'd be angry because I'm the champion, mm-hmm. and all your promotion, the whole machine, is behind Ronda Rousey. It could be argued. It will be. I that guess. all the fights that Ronda won within thirty seconds, that they all just got caught. Mm-hmm. You get caught. Sometimes that's all it takes. Right. Brock got caught. And what did he do? He destroyed Frank Muir's face. Right. In the, their second meeting. Right. Like hamburger meat. Yeah, but freaking... Then he went up against Kane later on. 
And we all know how that ended up. Right. But But there's always a motherfucker. I would, that fucks up the motherfucker. Right. Now I dare to say Brock was a little more well rounded than Rhonda overall. Yeah. I'm not saying Rhonda was a one trick pony, but she leaned on that arm bar with everything she had, as far as that being the move she's looking for, what she's gonna go to. I think that's what part of what led to her downfall against Amanda mm-hmm. because she was training to strike. Right. And because the armbar thing didn't really work with her with Holly, she wanted something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like she psyched herself out. Yeah. By the way, I am such an idiot with fighting. I'm just using my dumb brain and shit that I've heard before. Oh, no, this works. But it's like she was in her own head about, well, it didn't work before. Right. I'm going to have to punch with this one. Mm-hmm. And everybody tells me I'm the best at everything. So I guess I'm the best at everything. Yeah, the problem... What could possibly... <laughs> the, the real problem lies in the, that she started training for striking like 10 years too late. Mm. It's yeah. like, like you win with an armbar, you win your first UFC fight or MMA fight with an armbar, great. Make sure you know striking next time. Because you know your next opponent is going to be looking for the armbar. Yeah. They're going to expect it. Turned out they didn't. And the third, and the fourth, and the fifth, however many there were. Yeah. If you ask me, every one of them should know when it was coming. What do you think the finish, if Ronda beats you, what do you think the finish is going to be? Oh, armbar. Duh. Yeah. Don't, don't even think. Armbar. If Ronda beats you, it's armbar. If Ronda doesn't hit the armbar, guess what? You win. Mm-hmm. You just got to, you just got to make that happen. Make that, if there are two paths, armbar or victory, you go for victory. What is victory? Anything but the armbar. Anything but but getting locked in that armbar. And I'm sure she did her homework on her opponent. Mm-hmm. And it's like the thinking in there is like, all right, I got this. I got this. I'm going in. I'm going to strike back. And then all of a sudden, this happens. And as she feels that, it's like, oh, no. Like in her head. <laughs> this is, that's another thing. This is, oh, no. And then just not even remembering yeah. when the lights went out. Mm-hmm. And just... Right after the loss, just straight out yeah, of the octagon. Not even saying. And I, 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 you know, as a UFC fan, I don't appreciate that both times she lost, she wasn't graceful about it. Yeah. I, I understand you're upset, really, really upset at yourself about losing. When you're an Uber winner, like I've said on the last podcast, we talked about this, mm-hmm. and reality comes, it's a hard pill to swallow. Right. If you respected every other opponent, every opponent that you beat with a handshake afterwards, doesn't someone that beat you deserve more respect? Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's... And I, I feel like the wrestling fans... First of all, obviously, all prefer Becky. Because so, she's our girl. Right, so that's coming around. Mm-hmm. But also, they're starting to remember how ungracious Ronda was. And they're starting to see that, like the booing is getting her. I'm wondering how much of these tantrums that Rhonda throws. It's because she's mad. Right. Now, are we getting worked? I don't know. I know. Because uh, unless it's just how she is. Or is she actually getting shook? She is. Remember when she was yelling towards the crowd or whatever? I think Mm -hmm. she said something like, your seats are your seats or something weird like that. 
It's like, you people yeah. with your seats and your seats or <laughs> something. And it's just like, we'd have to play it back. But yeah. she she was a little, like, she can't take that a little bit. Because it's like I'm the best. I'm I'm number one, number one in the ring, number one in your hearts. Yeah, because she because she came in and she and she got she got the rowdy response. But the pushback is not necessarily her fault. But it, we've seen it before. But the people that it's happened to before, mm-hmm. they handle it better. Right. It's the Roman Reigns effect. Right. We wanted Daniel Bryan. No, not we. But I was fine with Roman yeah. or Daniel. The people wanted Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. and the machine said, here's Roman Reigns. Yeah. That's what you're getting. It's like, we want Becky, mm-hmm. but here's Ronda Rousey. So what I think is going to happen is... <laughs> or, I'm sorry, here's Charlotte. Yeah. And that's why Charlotte got her pushback. Right. So I think this is going to only make it worse for Ronda, because the fans see how they're getting to her. That's the reaction the fans want, because we want to fuck her up, because we don't want her in that position anymore exactly we we wanted it and we liked it and it was great but now it's becky Mm -hmm. becky's our queen becky's the man and we want becky we don't want ronda anymore and now ronda's feeling it the the fans are reacting ronda is really reacting hard coming out of character to react and the fans are seeing it as unprofessional and are going to boo her even harder. Yeah. This is the beginning, I think, of the downward spiral of Ronda in WWE. Her her contract's coming up. Mm. She might not necessarily resign. I don't know, buddy. You back up that money truck, she'll do it. I mean, right. it depends. I you don't know. You think Dana White didn't, wasn't offering her money? Didn't she still have fights on her contract? I don't know, but it's different. One thing, you're fighting for real. And mm. you you're... Have you been in a real fight before? Nope. Okay. So, like, you're getting defeated on the biggest stage for real already twice in a row. Mm -hmm. It's like, that does a lot to your mind. And it's like, the way even just words and booing gets to her, like, losing like that gets to you. She's not going to want to do that again. And why do that for real? When you can, in the WWE, you're taking a lot less damage, you're making a lot of money, Mm -hmm. and it's a huge stage. And she's a fan. She's a fan. She is a fan. And, you know, to her credit, she's really good at the physical part of it. Yeah. It's just that she needs to, like, what gets to me with her, it's like, I feel like she thinks she's the best there is there. But she doesn't see that she just got there. Right. Where Becky's been paying her dues. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what if she was still there and the UFC, a wrestler comes in there and they're the main of, they're, they're immediately put to the main event because of their name. Yeah. And it's like, well, that never would happen to her. But figuratively. Right. You know, let's think about that for hey, a second. Let, let's say Ronda's still in UFC and Charlotte Flair decides to go yeah. and fight in UFC. And it's just annoying when she makes these comparisons. It's like, I could kill you with my bare hands. It's like, yeah, you, you were trained mm-hmm. to do that. I'm doing the job here. I'm working. Mm-hmm. We all know this is a work. Right now, you're not fighting for real. What are you talking about? You can kill me. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> like, we know that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make it fun. It's a game. There's rules in the game. Uh, it's funny. I was explaining to Garuch on our drive. I think on our drive down. Or I don't remember. 
um, to Atlantic City, to our from Atlantic City, um, about why Becky Lynch is the hottest thing in WWE right now. And I explained to him about that promo. He's like, so, so why is, why is Becky the hottest thing? Why, why, what happened to Ronda? I said, Ronda's losing her cool. I said, for her, as storyline the face, to tell Becky to, to completely lose her cool because of the fans, to tell Becky, who's not the face, not saying she's a heel, but not the face in this instance, that she can kill her with her bare hands and then toss the mic down and walk off while Becky's just standing there, like before she walked off, just smiling right in her face. And that's Becky's only response, that Ronda, as the face, is not a face anymore. She fucked up. She botched. It's over. The mystique is gone. And it's hard to also, like, in the other way, it's like, I agree with that. But then it's like, all right, we have time constraints on promos and stuff. Mm -hmm. If Becky even tries to say something as her music plays, mm -hmm. then you're, you're left with, yeah. well, the jerk store called and they're running <laughs> out of you. The best thing you can do is say nothing. Right. In that instance. That, you're right. Mm -hmm. That's how she won it. But mm -hmm. it's like, you know. Oh, and it's it's we're we're seeing the holes in Ronda's game, but I have to ask: Is all of it a work? I think. Are it, they turning Ronda heel in the interest of a horsewomen horsewomen eventual Survivor Series match? I think this is one of those things where you have to take it one raw at a time. That's what I think, and maybe it's a thing that's happening on its own. Maybe. I mean, I feel like sometimes we overthink things because that's the whole point of the right. podcast. Mm -hmm. It's like... It's the maybe. overthinking show. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like with Dean Ambrose thing. Hmm. I'm not overthinking it. I just think it's a work until it's not a work. Right. Because then, then it puts it out of my mind. I'm not speculating on if it is or isn't. It is until it <laughs> isn't. Right. And that's it. It's, it's a put out of my mind. Mm -hmm. With this, it's fun because it's like... Well, is she or isn't she? Because she is. She has been working with Heyman for for her promos, and Heyman is known to be an outside the box thinker. He maybe, is. maybe part of the Ronda heel turn is to make it seem natural because she's showing cracks. Maybe it's to get her a little bit desperate to call some of her friends in for help. Maybe. But I also know that Paul Heyman's been working with Becky, too. Right. She, he might be hands-on with this whole program. So that's why if Paul Heyman's involved, I don't know what to think. Right. Evil genius. Yeah. Love Paul Heyman. So it's very interesting that this podcast, we are an hour and a half almost, right? Mm -hmm. The most time dedicated is to the women's championships part. We've known that Becky and Ronda should be the main event. Yeah, but We've not only talking about months. them, right? But they definitely should. Yes. They should. If they're not, it's, it doesn't make any sense, right? That's this program is so hot; it makes no sense. And Charlotte doesn't need to be included. She doesn't, and that's part. I think that's why they're playing around, like you said, with that injury thing with Becky, mm -hmm. just to fuck with people, right? Because that it could be a possibility that Charlotte's in there mm -hmm. 
and it's mess. It, it, it you start up the pot. Yep. You do like Angelo Dawkins, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it's 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 interesting, and it's like I, I'm looking at like the male stuff, and it's like, all right, it's a lot of the same. Yeah, nothing is this interesting. Yeah, nothing. Like, yeah, Finn Balor most likely is going to walk out of WrestleMania as the Intercontinental Champion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does he deserve to be Universal Champion again? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, probably not. You know, is Seth Rollins? Are they going to put Seth Rollins over Brock Lesnar in the not main event of WrestleMania? Is Brock going to resign? It's always a question. Mm-hmm. Is he fielding offers from a certain other promotion to see if they'll back up the bigger money truck, I or he's just that. saying, or is he just letting the rumor get out there? Just to mess with the old man. Is that out there? That all elite called Brock? I don't know. Oh. But it'd be stupid not to think maybe. Hmm. There's a rumor that all elite uh, made an offer to Randy Orton. There's a rumor that The Undertaker might be doing some things. Because on his Instagram... He took WWE out. And he's taking bookings. Yeah. I don't know what that means for interviews or other things, but it's very fascinating that the dead man could be a free agent. And if that's not a real thing, if that's a real thing that's happening, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna switch him over to a legends deal. That's probably all that. Yeah, is. but like if it's not a real thing that's happening, mm-hmm. why not play with that? You know what I'm saying? Like the dead man might not return, even if it is a real thing. Get some hype. Exactly. Because as far as we know, there's no. WrestleMania program for him. Right. But then again, it's February. It wasn't up until like the month before WrestleMania that we weren't even sure he was wrestling John Cena. Right. So. Who's to, who, who's to say? We can, we can say. The card, you know, is stacked a little. I, I, what, I don't know why I say it's stacked. There's only two matches confirmed right now. We know there's going to be a WWE title match. No, it's going to be a universal title match. U.S. title is probably going to be on the kickoff. Rusev and uh, Naki are tagging pretty good. They beat the Good Brothers. It's like, all right, I guess shows what you think of the Good Brothers. Yeah. So, about the Elimination Chamber, you had said that it was possible that Lita and Trish Stratus would get involved. And instead of that, we have... The thrown together team of Naomi and Carmella. Yeah. What do you think about that? I don't know. Feels like a non factor to me. I feel like there's two weeks to go. Well, you think like something could happen between the two of them? And then just, just replace something them? Something can happen that they get replaced. Or maybe this is what they're going with, and they'll do Lita and Trish later. Maybe, I don't know. but there is a storyline because Naomi and Mandy, you right. know, and of course, Sonya and Mandy are best friends, and Carmella is she's fabulous. Best I think she's money. Yeah, uh, absent from the SmackDown this week, the United States Championship. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. They're probably like, wait, you serious? We need we need to get a nameplate that says our truth. <laughs> Man, I doubt that's the case. I just think like 
all he's been doing is posing with the championship in pictures. It's like, okay. So I guess you guys don't care about the United States Championship. At least with the Intercontinental Championship, they put it on Lashley. It's like, okay. He's pretty much Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just freak. wish they fucking book him like Brock. I think what... It's kind of like they are, but like in a sillier way, because you got Leo Rush. Yeah. That match was interesting. Leo Rush, Rush versus and... Finn Balor? Yeah. It made Finn Balor look huge. Yeah, and Rush is great. Like, dude, he's freaking just chucked him into the corner. Yeah. Like, holy shit. We, we already know Finn Balor is awesome. I know. And Leo Rush is great. If you He's... put him up against guys like, you know, around his size. Yeah. That's probably why they put him on 205. Mm-hmm. Like, Leo Rush versus, like, a Brock Lesnar. You know, That's dangerous. It's just a matter of time before the fly gets swatted. That's dangerous. Yeah. Like, he could suplex him. Like, he'll be, like, in the center of the ring. And he'll <laughs> just pop up out. Into the announce table. Yeah. Or something like, something crazy like that. It was like, explode. Crazy. He's little. He's super. I don't think I've ever seen anyone that fast. I would love Not to see. Not in recent memory. I would love to see Leo Rush vs. Phoenix. I know we can't. I mean, some de- you never say never in wrestling. Right. right now, we cannot. No. Leo Rush is so young. He's 24. This kid's 24. Can only get better. He, I mean, he, he already overcame a big obstacle of sticking his foot in his mouth on Twitter. Yeah, which well, I could say for some people, some people just keep putting their mouth, their foot in their mouth, you know. But it's good. Big cash. I mean, Sorry, he's what? a young guy, though. Yeah, you're gonna when you're young, you're gonna make stupid you're, decisions. Yeah, you're entitled to be stupid. You're not entitled to be stupid, but it's it's it's, it's, fair. Unders, it's understood. Yeah, if you still have a two. At the beginning of your age, you probably stupid. Especially around that age, the frontal cortex isn't fully developed until 25. Right. You know? So it's like your impulse skill, your impulse is like, your decisions are like, I'm going to get these chocolate bars because I want them, damn it. They're mine. I'm going to eat them. They're bad for me, but I don't give a fuck. Sure, this chick has a face tattoo, but I love her. Oh, (laughs) jeez. What's that about? It's bad decisions. I guess so. He like he's in like he's got a lot of tats, but also like I don't, I don't know. It's different when you're a brother. Why? Like it doesn't because the like the way the ink is on your skin, uh-huh. it's not as annoying for like if you have lighter skin. Like as you get older, it doesn't look as bad. Like when you age, you know what I mean. It just looks cooler. It's like wearing sunglasses inside. Yeah. They can do it. It's fine. We do it. It's got like zero percent body fat. That kid. It's incredible. It's good genes. Probably being that quick too, and it burns it right off. I, I think it's because of the genes that makes him quick, and thus you know you burning your metabolism is like eighty million miles per hour. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean so. To, that I, don't mean, means... I don't mean to sound like I'm like trying to suck Leo Rush off, but it sounds like you are. He, he's just so damn fast. It's yeah, in, he's incredibly fast. If you, if anyone listening has never seen. A Leo Rush match. Watch any Leo Rush match that is not with a giant. But how much money? How much food do you have to eat with that kind of metabolism to maintain mu- that muscle? You know what I mean? That's got to be a pain in the ass. Imagine so. 
You gotta eat eat like four meals a day, at least. Well, isn't that really the standard you should be eating four? Not for me. It depends on who you are. Well, what you... do you do? Six? No, I'm not a bodybuilder, you idiot. Oh. I have like two. Because oh. I'm inter- I intermittent fast. Right, right, right. So I eat around noon, mm-hmm. and then I have dinner later, and then after eight o'clock or nine, I'm done. What is? I saw something in the group on briefly. Uh, block fasting. I didn't read the article. What is it? Do you know? It's a video. I don't want to read it. It's like, I didn't get to watch it, but it's basically how to, you know, if you fast for 24 hours as a way to cleanse your, um, your body and whatnot. I can't do it. Like, I could. It's not like I can't. I like food. Yeah. Like, the, 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 this a ritual, you know, like, for me. Mm-hmm. I enjoy my food with television. It's just my brain yeah. with movies and going to the movies and having popcorn or uh, when I was younger, but now it's pretzel bites with cheese and a soda. Yeah, I can't eat without watching something also at the same time. Same it's time. weird, right? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Sit at a fucking table and talk to somebody? Yeah, my eyes got to be distracted. Yeah. Well, like, just... I'm sitting there, I'm I'm in one spot, I can't move, so yeah. entertain me, bitch. Yeah, it's just, it's more enjoyable, I feel. Yeah. That's like, that, for me, that that breakfast and at noon thing, because I fast, like, I get my nice cup of coffee, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, some people do black coffee, that's like, not me, I don't, I don't trust it. I think it's cheating. So fasting. I'll have water. So for you, fasting is not a zero calorie day, it's just no solid food. Intermittent, yeah, because if it's it's something that um sets off, I for, I don't know what it's called, but uh sets off your uh water doesn't have anything in it, right? Things that start to make your body process shit. So I don't right. remember what it's called. But you but you could drink coffee, black with nothing in it. Some people do, but that's not water. Exactly, but I don't do that. Okay. When so, I started, like, for the first week and a half, mm-hmm. I would do the black coffee, but then I heard that, you know, it sets off something. I forgot what it's called. I'm too stupid for this. Right. So so then, according to other people, but not you, I could have, like, if I'm fasting, I could have one of my meal replacement shakes, but you're saying that's cheap. It has to have nothing in it. Okay. It can't have, like, black coffee is different than that. Right. I'm sure that thing has... It's got nutrients. Exactly. So it has to be water. Yeah, water. water is the only thing I'd be able water. to do. I can't do that. I know. I, it's, I mean, I'd be in jail. It's for, not for I, everyone. I, I, I can't. But you know what? I thought that. But keeping with the water, I don't... You know, because I'm working while I'm hungry still. Like, not hungry. I'm not hungry. Whereas a regular person would be hungry. Because mm-hmm. where they say, oh, you're going to be hungry because you didn't eat breakfast. It's like, no, it's breakfast because you broke your fast. You just broke your fast early. Right. It's about the window. Like, how long your body's working to handle your food, mm-hmm. you know? And because I have such a short window, it's fine. I used to um, never, ever eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started eating, like, when I, kind of like when I got to work. So even still, like, there's... I was like that, too, with breakfast. There's at least three hours, typically, between when I wake up. On a work day, it's three hours between when I wake up when I have breakfast. So figure, if I eat at seven at night... That's 13, 14 hours right. in between. The thing is, it's like we weren't – back in the day, we didn't have refrigerators and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like 
Food wasn't something that was as abundant as it is now. Right, you kill the so, animal, you eat it. Yeah, your fight or flight responses were active. You you feast or fe- you, you're hungry. You you're not you got to be hungry a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's like you drink. Your body doesn't know when you're hungry. It doesn't know if it wants solid food or liquid. Hmm. That's why you drink a lot of water. The water's great for you. It's fucking boring, <laughs> but. It's a surefire way that you're doing the right thing. What about putting one of those zero calorie uh, flavor, water flavor things in it? So, Farron uses those. Mm-hmm. And Our I have. Consequential champion. Yeah. I have. And the thing is, I don't understand them because they make it taste better, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it's doing. Right. I don't know how it's doing it. There's supposedly no sugar and no calories. It's like, but how is this. What? Is it a placebo? Do I think it tastes better? But no, it does. I don't know how it works. It's fucking magic. Okay? And magic has a cost. I notice my mouth feels drier after drinking some of that. So, that means something in there is dehydrating. Supposedly, anything that is not water dehydrates you. Whoa. See, that's how stupid I am. You're asking me these questions. I don't know. But I know... I feel fine. Welcome to the diet corner, people. Hey, whatever, man. This is, you know, <laughs> it's, this podcast is about fucking conversations. It just so happens that the majority of it is wrestling related. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to learn a little bit about the about what makes us tick or not. We go or the shit we think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if it's not for you, this part, then don't even worry about it. It's at the end. Sure you could have just shut it off already. I'm sure you got sure to skip 10 second or skip 30 second button on your device. Hit that, it'll be GTG. Yeah, and you can look up, like, you don't have to... See, this is what I don't like, is when people are like, oh, well, I heard this on a podcast. It's like, well, you can vet it. Especially yeah. when you have two idiots who could barely string a sentence together. <laughs> you, you wanna you wanna look into what they say. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Get Look up the science. Yeah. It's there. I feel fine. Yeah. Like the... Like uh, I watched part of a Joe Rogan podcast. He was interviewing Frost the Hobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched this uh, last week, two weeks ago, whatever. And okay. he was talking about how when he trains and when he trains people, you don't work out to the point where you're sore Failure. the next day. Right. Like if you're sore the next day, you work too hard. Right. You did too much. And he was giving um the example of like if I do. If I can do 10 pull-ups and that's all I can do and then tomorrow I'm sore, then I can't do pull-ups that day. Or mm-hmm. if I do, I'm not doing as many as I possibly can. If I do if I do one pull-up today, that means I could do one pull-up tomorrow, one pull-up the next day. But if I do well, – let's say you do, you do five and not be sore the next day. Over the course of seven days, you're doing 35. If you're doing 10 today and you're sore the next day and then – you you also saw the day after, then you're only doing what twenty or thirty a week versus the guy that's doing five a day and doing thirty five a week. You're right. training more when you're when you don't sore when you when you don't make yourself sore. For me, I only work out like twice a week. As far as like actual w- with weights or anything, so I don't care about getting sore. Mm. But for those people like for. The people that are really dedicated and have the time that go to the gym every day, if you're making yourself sore, you're doing yourself a disservice, according to an expert like Faraz Sahabi. Yeah, man. I'm probably saying his last name wrong, but it's okay. Uh, to, to what you're saying is I don't do that either. Mm-hmm. Like, 
every I don't I don't do weights every day. Mm-hmm. Like I I realized that I spent way too way more time than necessary on doing bench press. It's not good. Like mm-hmm. it's good sometimes, but I really enjoy it. But it's like it's important for your back to do back stuff. Like yes. I've been doing more yoga and I've been using my kettlebell to do things that work my lower back and my back. Mm. And it's like when you do the things like the motions you want, like say you do like a bicep curl or whatever, just hold it up mm-hmm. for a little bit. It's, you want to take your time, make the muscle do the work, right? You know, just enough. Make sure the form is right too. That's what I'm doing. I I went down to tens to go slow, 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 yeah, slow, slow hold, and then back down slow. Right. You see, uh, uh, there's it's workout smarter, not harder. There's also negatives you could do. Do you know negatives? Uh, no, you want to share that. Negatives is you pull, you basically you um contract the muscle, hold it, release very slowly, very slowly, very slowly, and then back up, hold, release slowly, slow. It's good. Mm-hmm. You also want to give yourself time. Your body, the muscle needs to recover. That's the whole point. Yeah. When you break it down, it needs to build itself back up. Mm-hmm. It's also overworking. Yeah, because that muscle soreness that you feel. When you're working out, you're literally tearing the muscle, and then the soreness the next day is the gaps are being filled in, and that's how you build muscle. Yep. You rip it, and you fix it. You rip it, and you fix it. Um, to get back to you saying that you need to work back, great thing, especially you got you got the bench. You lay on your stomach on the bench, have the bar below you, pull up. Yeah. Upper back. That's Lats. really hard with the positioning of what my bench is. I can see that. Yeah. It would take a lot of, it would take some work. So much work. Oh, you can do it with, um, uh, yeah. You have dumbbells, right? Yeah. That's true. I have to clean up there. It's all right. It's good. It's you, good. You, you can lift the, the detergents. detergents. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to do that. <laughs> like a fucking. All. That's what you got. All, right? All. Arm and hammer. Lift all the all. Yeah. There you go. I, well, saw, I was picturing the blue bottle. <laughs> the blue tub. <laughs> <laughs> We've educated the masses, which there is. We're not just we're not just uh, idiots. We know stuff. Did you hear that halftime heat was the single most watched NXT match in history? I learned that from the world's greatest sports entertainer. That's right. Tommaso Ciampa, he's so great. Yeah. That's good. That just shows that those guys are the future. As long as they're allowed to play the way they wanna play. Right. Please don't let them jump to All Elite. I think, I feel like if you're in NXT, you're an idiot if you go to All Elite. Because <laughs> you're given everything. You got the Performance Center. You got Robbie Brookside. You got William Regal. You got Shawn Michaels. What fantastically amazing brain is not there that you would want to pick? I guess it depends on you as a person and, like, what you want to do. But, like, I agree with you where I'd stay. Yeah. And, like... You know, make myself as big as I can be. You know, whether they want to put the machine behind me or not, I'm right. still on the biggest stage. Yeah, give, give it a couple, give it like two, three years. See if if they're not willing to get behind you, then go like uh, Drew McIntyre did. Go build your brand somewhere else. Get amazing. Go from great to amazing, and come back and they'll back the truck up. Yep, things take time. You just gotta work at it. You know. I I wasn't sure that Drew would come back. Me neither. I didn't even think about it. Well, he was off your radar. I was watching Impact. I hear you. 
Man, oh man. Big week. What a, what a week Richter is. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That I think I think we did it. Do you think we did it? I think we're done here. I think we're done here. Uh so check out the Basement Booker's Facebook page mm-hmm. for a way for everything, you know. But uh I'm Basement Jar on Twitter, uh Richter is on Twitter, uh Basement Booker's Gmail. Uh, you know, iTunes, we could use some reviews. That helps us. So, like, if you leave a five-star review and a cool little review, then, you know, let us know you're out there. Uh, I know some of you are out there, but, uh, it's a great way to support two guys who just want to do this thing. Uh, and at least not continue paying for it. Right, (laughs) right, right. We would like it to balance itself out. Anyway... Uh, but you don't even, the, the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So you need to make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the book out.